This is Cap and Jay Hood, live from Seven Bridges Golf Club, site of the ESPN 1000 Coors Pure Grippin' and Sippin' Classic on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. So we are here for our ESPN Chicago Grippin' and Sippin' Classic presented by Coors Pure He's Jonathan Hood. I'm David Kaplan. Danny, Jr., Travis, Sharpie, everybody's out here. Meller and Tyler are man in the fort back on State Street. And it's all brought to you by Chicago District Golf Association, Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Acura Dealers, Blue Chew, and Alta Equipment. Yeah, it's a great time. It's going to be a great time as we got here right at sunrise and it's going to be a lot of people here for a fantastic event. And again, as you mentioned, all proceeds benefit the Alive Rescue Donate at AliveRescue.com. Go to the website, AliveRescue.com. Yeah, I have two rescue dogs at home uh, of my three, and it's an awesome organization. So I was in Vegas. My son is getting married, and he and his fiance did a kind of a joint event because they both got their master's, and they did their bachelor bachelorette deal. And we had a great time. We had a blast, and you, and you were there. I was there. Now that is a, that's a, a different wrinkle to having a party at Vegas right. when mom and dad are there. Correct. Yeah, and we had a blast out at the pool all day. I actually took money with me rather than leaving money behind. Uh huh. So it was fun. But I'm at the pool, and I look. I'm like, that's Sebastian Maniscalco. He's sitting car dealer. No, sir. No. Funniest human in the world. Oh, funniest human in the world. Oh, okay. I, I, the, my second guess was like a drink. Is that? Do they have that out here? Yeah. JR, give me a Maniskevitz, was it? Maniscalco. Oh, okay. Maniskevitz uh, is what you're talking Oh, I'm, I beg your pardon. He's Italian. Oh, I see. So I'm at the pool. Now I'm confused. I run into a buddy of mine. Yep. My buddy Andrew says, hey, did you see who's around the corner? Now what's his last name? Andrew Berlin. Okay, that's easier. Go ahead. And so I'm, I walk around the corner. And sitting in one of those cabanas, there's two guys. It's Sebastian and his, an older gentleman. I turn, turns out it's his dad. Oh. And Sebastian's playing a private event that night mm-hmm. somewhere in Vegas. Piano or? Comedy. Comedy. Okay. And so I walk up, and I've had him on before, and I've oh. met him before. Jesse actually knows him and got him on. He's an Arlington Heights guy. Mm-hmm. But now he's just he's a monster. He's just huge. So I walk up. He's like, hey, man, what's up? And as I go to shake his hand, his dad jumps out of the chair and goes, Cap and Hood, every morning. That's what I listen to. I turn to Sebastian. And I go, go F yourself. I want to talk to that guy. <laughs> That's a, you moved his hand away. You <laughs> shook someone else's hand. Exactly. Yeah. He's, his dad's a big listener to the show. That's great. And we talked sports and the whole deal. He's going to perform in Chicago, uh, hopefully in the next few months. Everything's been delayed because of the pandemic. Yeah, things are starting to open up now, Cap. There's the comedy clubs are starting to open. You can see this through the summer through the fall. So Vegas is wide ass open. I was hoping you'd tell me some stories about that because I don't. I know that we saw some of the video how it was dark on Vegas, no lights, nothing going on because of the pandemic. What does it look like now? Wide open, wide open. They that from what I was told, like you'd sit at a blackjack table. And there would be plexiglass between, like you're in your own little phone booth. Yeah. And then plexiglass in front of the dealer. That's all gone. Mm. All of it's gone. Mm-hmm. And 
it was packed. It was a blast. The weather was ridiculously awesome. Uh, we just had a lot of fun. I'm walking through the hotel, and there's Sam Bradford and his wife, the retired quarterback. And I said, hey, man, enjoyed watching you play. We started, where are you from? Chicago. Oh, you guys are starting over a quarterback again, huh? I said, yep, that's what we do in Chicago. Nice to meet you, bust. Yeah. <laughs> and then I ran into Greg Oden. Ah, yes, Greg Oden. Yeah. He was just there with his wife having a good old time. Mm-hmm. He was coming down the elevator. We, I, he gets off. I'm look. I'm like, that's Greg Oden. Yes, part of the Portland curse. Big man with bad feet. So yes, yes, that's what he was, and like that was that was Greg's thing. Like he was supposed to be the guy, right? It just the injuries hampered him. So my son Nicholas had some of his good friends there. Mm-hmm. These guys are all like twenty nine to thirty two. I can't keep up. Oh, I don't believe that. <laughs> I cannot keep up. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm at dinner Thursday night, and my eyes are getting heavier and heavier. My wife's like, wake up. Wake up. And then Friday night, he we had a dinner that he put on for everybody in his, um, in his group. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday night, we went to dinner. And I, I can't. These people can get after it, man. Hey, and they man. never sleep. Hey, man, this specific time starts kicking your ass after a while, being the central time zone guy. All of a sudden now you're trying to catch like, up. I'm on the morning schedule. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> like, I'm waking up early. These guys are. I saw one of them in the elevator, a friend of his. Hey, Zach, what's going on? Just coming in. I'm like, just coming in? It's freaking 730 in the morning. Pacific. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's I'm like, that's the best. So what, Danny, what's the adjustment there in that spot, right? You are a central time zone or eastern time zone guy, and you go out west, and you're trying to kick it all night. Now, the first night can be a little bit of an adjustment, right? If you're a person that stays out till 1, 2 o'clock in the morning Chicago time, it's just midnight there. And it's kind of like, all right, eyes starting to get a little heavy. There's got to be an adjustment there because you're supposed to be out, what, 2, 3, maybe 4 o'clock in the morning Pacific if you can? That's a tough one. The key is just go all in. You set the tone on the first night, especially in Vegas. You should get a tattoo that says that. Go, live, live life, life all, all in. in. I think I will. <laughs> just like the matching uh, sign over my toilet. I've got mine. Live all Allen. <laughs> live life Allen. Yeah, exactly. Hello, Allen. When you go to Vegas, night Alda. one sets the tone for the whole trip. Like uh-huh. if you go to bed early night one and you say, okay, I'm going to just I'm gonna get some rest and then tomorrow I'm going to wake up and I'm going to do it right – at that point, it's too late. The second you get to Vegas, you go, you pull the first night all-nighter, so you kind of jet-lag yourself, you can rest during the day, and then you can do it again at night. That was your mistake, Cap. You tried to ease yourself into Vegas. Well, we, it's tough, man. So we There's got, no easing in. I didn't really. Hey, Chris Black and Adam Abdallah are here. You know, those guys woke up this early. You were saying about the Vegas trip. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we got in on Thursday afternoon. And right to the bar. And so we're sitting outside, mm-hmm. a little late lunch, because I knew we had a late dinner, and I'd start cocktailing. And my wife's like, you better pace yourself there, Sparky. You're, you're one can dance. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. You get to midnight, and they're pouring you another drink, and you're like, <laughs> I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm not built for this. Like, you... Waddle, Zetterman, you guys can. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, no governor. You just keep going. No, it's just uh, and 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 when the when the paper is right in front of your door, you know you've had a good night. You got the USA Today there. Oh, morning. Morning. (laughs) (laughs) But the paper gets there, but right there as you come in, like you stumble in, like, oh, the paper's here. Oh, take that. (laughs) U.S. government. (laughs) When you get that, man, that's a pretty good night. So they have a European pool at the hotel. What does that mean? Uh, They have gambling there at the pool. So only Europeans gamble at the pool? No, it means that women can be topless okay, at the pool. Okay, there you go. Oh, restaurant quality. Restaurant quality. Mm-hmm. Trust me, restaurant quality. Mm. And so I started playing craps. Yeah. And uh, lovely young lady keeps bringing me all the drinks, rum on ice. Is she European? Uh, she was definitely European. Definitely. Wow. And... I got this guy next to me from West Texas who is an oil guy. Yeah. And I'm screaming at him. I got money all over the craps table. Because anyone who plays craps, once you get the point established, and now you hit a point, but you've already got your numbers out there. Like, I got a lot of money on the table. And I'm screaming at him, Nick, hit an effing oil well. And then he'd roll a hard four. Bam! Got it. Take that. And finally, the pit boss like, dude, can we stop with the, like, do you have to be that loud? The yelling, yes. I'm like, this is who I am. He's like, all right, enjoy yourself. <laughs> dude, it was awesome. It was absolutely spectacular. If you're going to enjoy yourself, you should be in full throat. Full throat. Like the European. Yeah, I was full throated. Just like the Europeans yep. there. So we had a great time. Anyway. European. Good to be back. Good to, didn't lose money. Uh, but there was a great soccer match last night, and I was... I was in bed. I'm like, I'm going to get some sleep. Oh, i got to watch this game. Mm-hmm. It was ugly at the end. There was an ugly scene, but a great, great soccer match. We'll talk about all that next. Take that. This is Cap and Hood, live from Seven Bridges Golf Club, site of the ESPN 1000 Coors Pure Grippin' and Sippet Classic on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. So we had a massive trade in the NFL go down yesterday, and a lot of people were like, that's all it costs to get that guy? Uh, so Julio Jones hoodie was traded by Atlanta to the Tennessee Titans, and it's a huge acquisition for the Titans because with A.J. Brown and Julio Jones and Derrick Henry and a good offensive line, good luck trying to stop them. I understand, but when I see deals like this, Jones, whom the Titans acquired for a 2022 second-round pick and a 2023 fourth-round selection, and you're saying, well, what else? Is there a player? Is there a Titan player? That's all it took to get Julio Jones? See, it's funny. You know, We could talk about our, our listeners and take that nation and all the people that listen to ESPN 1000, and they say, hey, what about – this guy for these guys. And you and I are usually like, no shot. You can't do that. I mean, it's, it's not like doing trading cards on the porch. You just can't do that, right? A deal like that. I mean, Julio Jones, even at age 32, is a difference maker. We've talked about if you're over the age of 30, it doesn't mean that that is a death sentence. It doesn't mean that you can't play anymore. We've seen now in sports that if you're over 30, damn near 40, you can still be able to get it done. No doubt. He still has world-class speed, and he goes to the Titans for that? Not even a first-round draft pick? Well, now they're going to have to make some moves because they're struggling with his contract. 
but yeah. they said they'll find a way to fit it in. Atlanta couldn't sign their rookies without move, making this deal. That's why that contract that he has and he would like it extended, there's a lot of teams in the NFL, like the Niners. Shanahan loves him. It's that we can't fit that money in. We just can't do it. Remember when Bears fans were asking, could you get Matt Ryan or could you get Julio Jones, and you looked up the numbers, like the Bears can't do anything with that number. How can you be able to get Julio Jones on the Bears is because of the, the big contract that he had. But I, I just look at that, Cap, and just say, wow. I mean, that guy is going to be a difference maker for the Titans. And you know the Falcons are starting over, right? They're completely starting over, even though Matt uh, Ryan is still the quarterback. Taking Jones off the team means that you're going to try to be able to supplement that with younger talent. Kyle Pitts. Yeah, that's one. Hall of Famer Kyle Pitts. He will be. <laughs> that guy is spectacular. But here's the thing. Can he stay healthy? Well, like, that's... There's a reason a lot of teams did not grab on to Julio Jones for a second and a fourth. Right. But that's the risk you take, right? World-class speed. Guy can, when he's healthy, can be able to get it done. Now, here's the thing I look about this. When I thought about that trade, I said, well, who's getting him the ball? Oh, it's Tannehill getting him the ball. Uh, knock on wood for that. Just because, and I know, I'm sure people looked at Vegas and said, I'm going to be all in on the Titans now that Julio Jones is part of the team. Remember, Tannehill is the quarterback, number one. And number two, Kansas City still in the conference. So Tennessee might be one of the top three or top four, but I don't see them winning the AFC because of this deal. I actually think Buffalo is the best team in the AFC. Kansas City, uh, their offensive line has to prove to me that they've been rebuilt because they mm-hmm. were manhandled in the Super Bowl. Look but, at you. Once again, rolling the dice on Buffalo, a second year in a row. I am. Just believing in Josh Allen, a, a second year in a row. How many times are you going to put that bet down? Yeah, he's believing in Mitch Trubisky, not Josh Allen. It's unbelievable. It's, I think that actually that – I think that's one of the other reasons, too. Like, for year one last year was Josh Allen. Now that MT10, or what's his number now? 10. Is it going to be 10 again? He's going to be part of the team now. That puts a little bit more on there for you, okay. a little biggerish. I did some research on the plane last night. Wi-Fi on the plane is such a great invention. Uh, Put that on the poll, JR, at, at ESPN1000, at, uh, at CapJR. <laughs> Make sure you put that out there on Cap J Hood. Is that the greatest invention? It's one of them. Uh, anyway, Ryan, the plane. how about this? EPA, this is from NFL Stats. EPA is expected points added. Okay. Patrick Mahomes is number one. No shock. Josh Allen is number two in the NFL. All right. Aaron Rodgers, three. Russell Wilson, four. They list the top guys. It goes Mahomes, Allen Rodgers, Wilson Herbert, Murray Watson, Tannehill, ahead of Brady, ahead of Carr, ahead of a lot of big names. So Ryan Tannehill, for all the angst over this guy by a lot of people yesterday, he's way better than people realize. Mm -hmm. And he takes shots down the field. Mm -hmm. Those two guys going down the field, oh, wait a minute, I handed it off to Derrick Henry. Look out. Yeah, I was going to say, you sure it's not the running game? That will open things up for Mm -hmm. those guys. Okay. Now he's a great quarterback. Just I'd based say on those great, numbers. but the numbers that he's put up going into this year, now you're adding Julio Jones. I mean, he's right there with all the big names in the NFL. I like the deal. 
but also I will throw Buffalo in there. I'll look at Miami because it's going to be Tua's job 100% now to a tongue of Iowa. So we'll watch that very closely. You always have to be wary of the Patriots with Cam coming back. We'll see what that looks like. And the last run for Ben Roethlisberger with the Steelers, Ravens also good. I know you're not, you know, you don't mind the Browns team, but you don't like their quarterback very much. But those three teams, the AFC North is going to have something to say on improving Colts team and, and Kansas City. And maybe the Raiders might be over 500 this upcoming season. We'll see. But it's gonna. It's not. It's not as easy as to say you have Julio Jones now for sure. They're going to be in the AFC title game. Not sure if that's going to be the case. Yeah, you and know what? To that point, hoodie, uh, Julio Jones. This is like a fantasy football trade. It looks mm-hmm. good on paper, but the reality is that the Titans didn't have problems scoring last year. I believe they had like the second or third highest point total in the league. Like, they were putting up points on everybody. Their real issue was defense, and it's not that they're not going to – they're probably going to win 12, 13 games. They're going to be in the in the mix for that first seed. The question is, when they have to play real offenses that can go toe-to-toe with them, will they have any chance at stopping them? That's where their real issue is. And who I don't would think you that, bet? If you had to pick one team to win the AFC, who would you take, oh, like, yeah, I know you're, you're on that Bills train. Uh, I'm the, what the Chiefs did with their offensive line, adding Orlando Brown. I think they completely fixed it, and it's not an issue at all. Like the the offensive line was solid last year with the injuries that they suffered. It was when they entered the Super Bowl and they you know they had lost both tackles at that point when it was was a problem for them. I think offensively. The Chiefs are going to be better than they were last year, and I think they're going to be a real not that they weren't. They're going to be a real problem though for the for the AFC and the entire league. So yeah. if, if you had to put your chips on one team, uh, it would be Kansas City. I know that's chalk, but that's exactly. But they're still a good football team. And again, it's, we cannot forget how good Patrick Mahomes is. What we saw in the Super Bowl is not exactly who he is. Now with an improved offensive line, I expect Kansas City to be better. Who would you take, Danny? Kansas City. They're going twenty and zero. No, Mahomes said it. Not going twenty and zero. No shot. No shot. I truly believe Buffalo's the best team in the AFC. You I must, truly do. You must have been riding a lot of money. You put a little extra money in Vegas on them too. A little bit. I figured that. I mean, so here's the thing that's interesting about this: you have all the apps. You got them all. Okay, we got them all. And you double down and put money on Vegas like an old timer. You don't have to go to the window. The window's on your phone. You know. I know. You don't have to do both. Make a little wager. Give me the Buffalo Bills. I'll take that. That's such an old school thing to have to bet a team in Vegas. Like, I understand you doing it, and the odds are if I went to Vegas, I would put money down on the Kansas Jayhawks to win the basketball championship in Vegas because that's something I always like to do when I'm there. But it's on your but phone, though. It, the problem is if you win the wager, you have to go back to Vegas to cash in. Okay. No, you can mail it to them. Okay. That's mail. a pain in the ass to mail it to them. <laughs> Who mails anything? When's the last time you mailed something? Uh, a long time. I don't even own yeah. stamps. So I don't either. <laughs> so <laughs> you know what is is amazing there? So on your phone, yes, you're a DraftKings guy. I'm a points bet guy. Yeah. You open it up. And uh, Fanduel guys. Fanduel. You're a Fanduel guy. Thank there you. There are forty billion props every day. You could sit in the hood cave and go. Okay, give me Dylan Cease over strikeouts. Give me Mercedes to a home run. Yeah. Like, you could do the single-game parlay, the whole deal. You go up to the window. I did this in Vegas. Went up. I said, excuse me, what are your props? She gives me this little card. And there's like six props on it. I'm like, no, 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 no. I need the list of all the props. She's like, oh, we don't do those. Excuse me? Yeah, see? Like, it's so old school. Yes. 
Like, live wager, all of that is so different. Like, why would you not bet with your book of choice? I think points bet's awesome, and I single-game parlay this right. and that, and eventually we'll get to, like, I couldn't use my app in Vegas because it's supposed to be here in Illinois. Now, see, it's it's so advanced now with all the prop bets that they can't they can't keep up with it. They don't have the cardboard or the or the ink to be able to print all those things up. Right. Mildred doesn't have time to be able to put these cards up for you. You coming in here with your parlays and all your fancy Dan bets. They just said, "Honey, who do you like? Two thirty-six, please, and the over." Right. That's all. They, that's all they want. Exactly. <laughs> that's all. I mean, they're still at the same standard that they were 20 years ago. I walked in. I'm like, yeah. Do you have a prop on Luka Doncic? Do you have another one on Zubits of the Clippers? Can I get? We don't have any of that, sir. I'm like, <laughs> they they only do that for the Super Bowl. That's the only time in Vegas that props are huge. Couldn't believe it. Could not. And it was still crowded in the sports book. And here's why. Actually, good for them. Because you come along and ask for all these prop bets, you know how long that line would be? Be like the line to try to get cheese and bread in the old days. They're not, they're not waiting <laughs> the for gas you. Gas shortage. Yeah, they'll be, they'll be like a Carter in the, the Carter administration looking for gas. You can't do that, man. Because because guys like you, they want to keep it simple. One thirty-five in the over, please. Exactly. That, that's all. That's all because they they don't have time for you to go through all your bets in in, in back door and front door. Of this is like just win or lose. Over under and get out of there. Next guy. I will tell you, just to see people back out going to dinner and just it was unbelievable just to go kind of a year ago we would be completely masked from the moment you got out of your car sure. in our meetings and now here we are a year later. We've been vaccinated and like life is coming back. Yeah, we made it. We know that we made it. A lot of us some did not, but a lot of us Waiting for this time, and here we are outside, right here at Seven Bridges, side by side, unmasked, being able to just broadcast like we've done for many, many years. If you're in the area, come by, say hello. We are at Seven Bridges Golf Club uh, in Woodridge. It's phenomenal. It's all presented by Coors Pure for the Grip It and Sip It Classic, and all proceeds benefit Alive Rescue. Donate at Alive Rescue.com. Our friends up north are living in a house divided. It's so great. Next. Take that.